first, I'd like to start off by saying welcome and thank you for listening. So, my name is Savannah, so I'll start off by introducing myself, and my co-host is Sam. We are going to be collaborating on a podcast uh, in regards to true crime commentary, and we want to focus on not only murder and serial killers, but we also want to focus on sexual assault, rape, and domestic violence. Some of those situations that aren't so easy to talk about. And before we get started on the first case that we're going to open up this podcast with, I'd like to start off by saying, please give feedback. We want to understand and learn how to be better from here on out. We always want your feedback. We always want to know what you guys liked, what you guys didn't like, any cases that you feel you want us to cover. So, you know, suggestions, of course, any of that, just please leave us your comments, questions, concerns, any of that. We would greatly appreciate it. And so, our very first case is actually going to be about the Netflix series that just recently came out called Unbelievable. And it actually is based on a true case, if you didn't know that. If you've seen it, this is a great opportunity to kind of fact-check Netflix in a way, I suppose. So this case takes place in 2008 when it all started, and this started in Washington. There was an 18-year-old girl named Marie Adler, and that was actually her middle name, and that's what she went by. So Marie Adler was sexually assaulted, tied up, and abused for hours in her home. And this man had taken photos and tied her up and was very, very brutal. When she reported the crime to the police, they told her that there was inconsistencies in her statement and that they didn't believe that this crime had actually happened. And they belittled her until finally she ended up telling them, you know, never mind, I made it up. And they threw her case out and ended up charging her with false reporting, which is not very common if you didn't know that. They they will not do that very often, especially in victims of sexual assault, because it's very common for a victim of sexual assault to kind of change their story in a way because of the way that they are made out to be the bad guy. It's always, what were you wearing? Well, did you drink too much? I mean, basically, what did you do to cause this? And... So it's very common for a sexual assault victim to change their story and say, you know what, maybe 
maybe I made it up. Maybe it didn't happen the way I thought it did. Or they say things like that. So, Marie Adler was no different. She got sick and tired of the police hounding her about, did this really happen? We don't believe it did. And so when she was charged with false reporting, she took a plea deal, which consisted of her having to pay $500 in a fine. She was on probation. And she also had to go to a counselor. And this made her life very, very difficult. People started turning on her. They they decided that she was a terrible person because they believed she did make it up because that's what the police were saying and that's what reporters were saying. And so she was kind of ostracized for this and she ended up having a really difficult time and a lot of her friends and family abandoned her. So a few years later, a, de- a detective in Colorado named Stacy Galbraith and Edna Hendershot. They both were detectives in different counties in Colorado, and they both ended up having similar rape cases that fit the description of this guy's M.O. And so, essentially, the two detectives ended up finding each other and finding out that they had similar cases and that this guy probably didn't do it just these two times, that there were probably multiple assaults. So they started putting their investigation together, although they did not know about Marie Adler. So, they only knew about their victims, and they wanted to find this guy and get him off the streets, of course. So, they put their heads together, they get the FBI involved, and they get a full task force to work this case. They work day in and day out, and this is in 2011. So... Marie Adler has already been through the ringer with the police and with their friends and family. And this has been going on for a while for her. So she's kind of trying to put the past behind her and has no idea what's going on in Colorado. Because at the time, the different departments didn't talk to each other as easily as they do now. If I committed a crime in you know, Fargo, North Dakota, and then I go and commit a crime in Moorhead, Minnesota, they're going to know about it um, because the different departments talk to each other now. So they they have a dedicated system where I can look that information up and kind of cross-reference specific things that happen in the area. So these detectives start to try to piece this puzzle together and they're trying to figure out who this guy is, how many victims has he had, and they're trying to get him before he has another victim. 
and when they end up finding this guy, they find out about Marie Adler from the photographs that he have, he's taken of his victims. She was one of them. And that's what really started this whole thing of Marie Adler suing the city due to her being charged with false reporting. 